Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I am so happy to have Blake Ruer here with me today. Blake is on a mission to help 1 million dads write at least one well-written, meaningful, lasting legacy letter to their children. Blake has a wonderful wife and loves being a father to his three children, all under the age of five. As he leads his family, he draws from many mentors, but none more important than his late father, Larry Brewer. Welcome, Blake, to the show. Hey, Leanne, I'm so excited to be here. You know, I got to tell you, uh, we've got some of your books at our house, and my wife was reading them to our kids yesterday, and they were really loving them. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for having my books. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Thank you for making them. Oh, you're welcome. I thank God for that opportunity. It's a God's mission, right? We're all working for him. Exactly. But I want to get into what you're doing because it's so exciting. You know, you mentioned how hard it is in our culture for a father to connect with his children and have a voice that can be heard. Can you elaborate on that, please? Yeah, absolutely. Well, everyone needs to hear from their father. And, and there's certain things that a father can say to his children that will just help his children be more confident, more successful in life in the world that we live in right now. It is very noisy out there with social media and TV. If you think about, let's say, a hundred years ago, and maybe you grew up in a, you would grow up in a small community, and who would you hear from in your life? Like your mom, your dad, you know, maybe the people you go to church with. But now our children have access and are listening to more people than ever before in history. Like literally, they can go listen to anybody. They can Google anybody. As a dad, we can't just sit back and say, "Oh man," like I'm you know, there's a lot of competition out there. I guess I, you know, I'm just going to sit back. No, we've got to do whatever it takes to get our voice in our children's life because they need to hear from us. Absolutely. Fathers are, you know, the first most impactful parent, according to God's word, the fathers and the mothers Well, actually together, but we have a lot of fathers who don't get involved and they leave the raising of the Christian principles for the children with the mothers. And so I think, you know, a lot of children are missing out on some valuable insight and information from fathers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, you know, I was talking to somebody else about this. We're physically connected to our mom at some point, right? Like she birthed us. And so there's a little bit of expectation that our mom is going to love us. Like maybe it's just this kind of subconscious level. But then when your dad loves you and spends time with you, it's like, oh, wow, like he is choosing to do this. Like, man, my dad cares about me. And so then I think coupled with your mom loving you and you have two people loving you, it's really important, really impactful. Yeah. After all, we have a heavenly father who loves us. Oh, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so important to us. So the second question I have is, you have a very unique situation that happened with you and your father. Can you tell us what happened? Yeah, it was probably the, the biggest moment of my life, and it was the worst moment of my life. I was 19 years old. I had just finished my freshman year of college, and my mom, who had always done a great job of planning uh, vacations for us, but we had gone to Florida and Colorado, but this was to Hawaii. 
And so it was kind of our pinnacle vacation. I was so excited to get there. And the first morning we decided to go to a place called Hanama Bay. And it's just this really beautiful beach. And we went out snorkeling and it was my dad and I, and, you know, I got to tell you, it was just one of the coolest things in that moment, just my dad and me out there in the water. And I've reflected on this since. And I remember our our kind of our last moment as we went into the water and my dad just kind of just gave me a big smile and he, I could just tell that he was excited to be with me. And one, that's one of the most, you know, one of the best things a dad can do is just to simply enjoy his children. And that's what my dad had done for me hundreds and thousands of times. And so that's what I was experiencing in this moment, just me and my dad out there. And we ended up in an area, we kept going further and further out. We ended up in an area called Witch's Brew. And now I know it's called that. And the, the waves are known to be really treacherous. And my dad, I kind of lost sight of him and, and, and then I, I found, saw him and he was trying to get out of the water. And I was like, why is my dad trying to get out of the water right there? And sure enough, this big wave knocks against him and knocked him back down in the water. And I started swimming to my dad and I started hearing him yell for help. And my dad was a, a big guy and with a big booming voice. My dad was actually drafted in the NFL, played for Louisiana Tech in college. He was Terry Bradshaw's tied in. And so it was, you know, he was a good swimmer. So I I was kind of like surprised that he was struggling. And by the time I got to my dad, though, he was unconscious and underneath the water. And at that point, I was just like, oh, my goodness, like, like, what is going on? I've got to get my dad to shore. And I did the best that I could to get him to shore and, and try to save him. But my dad ended up drowning. And it was one of those things. It was so surreal. Like what in the world just happened? Like I was having like, like this amazing moment with my dad and now he's gone. And we were back in the condo that afternoon, you know, a couple hours after he drowned. I'm, I just made some calls to my dad's parents who were absolutely devastated. As you can imagine, my dad's work, we called our church and I was sitting on the back bedroom And I remember just kind of crying out to God and saying, God, what happened? And where were, where were you? And it was at that moment that my mom appeared in the doorway and she said, Hey, I was going through your, your dad's briefcase. And I found something that he was going to give you on this trip. I had no idea what she was talking about, but she walked across the room and handed me some sheets of paper. And at the top, it said, Dear Blake, Natalie, and Marcus, my sister and brother's name. And she said, for the last couple of months, your dad has been working on a letter and he was going to give it to you on this trip. And so I got to tell you that even before I read this letter, I felt so incredibly loved that my dad took a couple of months of his life to write down in a letter how he feels about us and give us some good life advice. And as I was reading the letter, I mean, I was, I was just in tears, as you can imagine. My dad didn't know when he wrote this letter that it was going to be his last words to us. But the last line of this letter, and I think only God could have allowed my dad to write this, but it said, here on earth, you're going to be in the minority for your faith. But I assure you that in heaven, you'll be in the majority. And I was just like, man, my dad's in heaven right now. And I've, I've joked with people, if God had, had gone to my dad and said, hey, do you want to go back down to earth? He would have said, heck no, like I'll just stay here in heaven and, and wait on them. So my dad's letter obviously impacted me in that moment. You know, that next year of my life, I grieved really hard. 
but I also grew more as a person than I ever had before. And, and I think my dad's letter allowed me instead of trying to escape the pain that I was really feeling to who knows what I would have escaped it through, through drugs, alcohol, girls, whatever. I really ran to God. And during that time, and I think my dad and his letter and his voice in my life, because ultimately what my dad was doing with his letter as an imperfect father, he was pointing me and my sister and brother to our perfect heavenly father. And then still to this day, I mean, that letter and my dad's voice is in my life guiding me. And then it was last year through a series of events that I just realized, hey, I've, I've got to help other dads write a letter like this to their children. And so that set us out on the mission. And so we're on a mission to help a million dads write at least one letter to their children. You know, I think that is just so needed. It's so important. My mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's when I was 19 and she was the only parent I had. And so, you know, by that time, a few years later, she couldn't even write a letter if she wanted to. And I never got to really hear from her, you know, as an adult, what she felt and what she wanted for me, because, you know, when you're a teenager, you're just all about having fun and, you know, with your friends and, you know, hanging with your family and you're not real serious about life actually at that time. And so I think it's wonderful that your father has done that. And because I don't have much from my mother, other than my early memories as a teenager, basically, I wrote my children a letter every year from the first year all the way up into 21, age 21. I wrote them a letter every year, each child, but I have a boy and a girl, and highlighted those years, what they were doing, what colors they liked when they were little, what songs they liked, all the way up to what sports they played in high school, who were their friends they hung out with, when they got in trouble. And I talked about how the Lord was there protecting them. And my son recently, he's 30, He read all the letters and he is just so thankful. And he says, mama, I, I, you were telling me things I didn't even remember happened. And, but when I read it, I remembered. And, and because of that, it's draw him, that drew him closer to the Lord. It really did. That's what your, your father's letter did for you. That's, that's just wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So can you tell us about the Legacy Letter Challenge and how you help dads write this letter and where people can access the information? Well, I realized pretty quickly that just inspiring dads to write the letter was never going to get us to a million dads that dads were telling, asking me, hey, I need some help writing this letter. It's kind of overwhelming to, I mean, what am I going to write? I want to make sure I write a good letter and people are busy. And so dads just weren't getting started and and finishing it. So we created a a course that really walks dads through the entire process of writing the letter. And so we have a couple of lessons to help a dad get his heart and his mind in the right spot to write the letter. And then we break the letter down into several different sections. And what I tell dads is, is you already have a legacy letter in your heart. And so we're just going to get that, that letter from your heart to your mind to a piece of paper. But I'm also going to help you. I know what everything your kids need to hear from you. And so we're going to make sure that all those things are in the letter because every dad wants to see his children be successful in life and reach their full potential. And so there's some things that a dad, that every person needs to hear from their dad. And we're going to make sure those things are communicated in this letter so that a, a person can feel very loved, very know that their dad is proud of them, that their dad believes in them. And so uh, it's pretty neat as dads are finishing this letter 
dads are so proud of it. Like I love getting the message. Oh, I just finished my letter. And then they'll share it with, with their children. One of the dads that I just helped, he's the vice president of the Arizona Cardinals and his, his daughter was turning 13. And as you can imagine, a 13 year old girl, you know, she's getting lots of influences from the rest of the world. And this dad was like, no, I want my, my daughter to know that she's got a daddy that loves her. And she doesn't need any of those guys or need, you know, the world, like she's got me. And he sent me a message saying, man, I just gave it to her. And she went into her room and she read it, tears in her eyes and came back out and hugged me and said, daddy, thank you so much. I love you. So it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. You know, it's, I guess, less frightening when you write it on a piece of paper than it is maybe face to face. Maybe it's more comfortable to write your feelings on a piece of paper. And also these dads can tell their children how they feel about the Lord and and their walk with the Lord also. And you're also going to be doing this for moms, correct? Helping moms in the future? Yeah, by popular request, we've been asked to create a course for the moms. So we're working on that right now. So whenever a, a mom buys the program, and so it's a separate course specific for moms, but she also, her husband will get it included as well. So she could buy it and then she sends it to her husband and say, hey, you can write a letter too. And so the mission is that write at least one, right? Let's get at least one written down. So in case something happens, you know, it's there. But really, it's not about waiting until you die and until they read it. It's like, man, giving it to them as soon as possible. So I help dads with adult children write a letter. But then I help dads write a letter to their unborn son or unborn daughter. And can you imagine, I mean, that kid knowing that his dad wrote them a letter or their mom saying how much that he or she loves them and how proud they are of them, even before that they were born. It's like, man, is that kid ever going to wonder if his mom or dad loves them? No. That's great because God's word says, teach to the children, even yet to be born in a Psalm 78. So, you know, I think that's important. And, and, And also... As parents get older, they get wiser and there's more things that they want to teach their children because they've learned more things. So like you said, more than one letter, I think is wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And as, as your kids get older, you understand their personality more and you know the things that will help them succeed in life and you can be a little bit more specific. But I got to tell you, I was trying to decide if I was going to read my letter to my daughter. You know, she was four and I said, you know, I'm going to go read this to her. And so I was at at night and I just finished a book and I said, okay, I'm going to read this letter to her. And so I read it to her and man, I was getting emotional reading this letter to her. I mean, I was pouring my heart out and I was wondering, I wonder what she thinks about this right now. And I get to the end of the letter and she says, okay, daddy, can we read the princess book now? (laughs) But then then I just bust out laughing. But then the next day she went up to my wife and she said, daddy read me a special message last night and I want him to read it again to me tonight. So she, she, she heard me, she heard the, the letter. How sweet. How sweet. Well, how can people reach you to find out about your resources? We'll have a link in the show notes, but tell everybody. Yeah, then go to LegacyLetterChallenge.com, LegacyLetterChallenge.com, and they can sign up. And then I've had a lot of people that are buying it for, they run a small business, they buy it for their employees. I've had a lot of financial advisors and insurance agent buy it for their clients. And so it's a pretty neat gift to, to give someone, hey, I bought this for you. So yeah, how about some pastors and churches, you know, I think that's uh, great too. Oh yeah. A lot of churches. I'm, I just yesterday signed a deal with the church down in Dallas to go speak. And then all their dads are going to write their letter. 
Well, I thank you for being on the show. I'm, I'm so sorry for your loss. I know the pain of losing a parent. And there's always a little hole in your heart forever that isn't, can never be filled. But I want to thank your dad in heaven for, for what he did for you. And now look what you're doing. Look at the legacy you're doing for your father and for our heavenly father. So any last words you'd like to share? Fathers never underestimate the power of your voice and your children absolutely need to hear it. And when it's written down, it's clear and it's lasting. Amen. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. And let's continue to work together to raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. <laughs>